Welcome to What You Say in English, the podcast where you can get feedback on your speaking skills. Just send your recording, and Frank will tell you what you're doing great and where you probably need to improve on. What are you waiting for? We want to hear what you say in English. Welcome back to another episode. This is the last one of the year. Aren't you happy that this year's finally going to be over? Well, in my case, I mean, with all the bad things that have happened in this 2020, I think it's about time we finished it. And I really, really hope that next year will bring a, a lot of new things and a lot of new projects for you and and for everybody. So today, uh, for the last episode, I have a special guest from from Sicily, from the wonderful and sunny island of Sicily, full of culture, full of food, and full of incredible people. Um, Valerio is someone who tries really hard to improve on his English. I know that the five minute conversation that you will hear today does not really um, do justice. To all the things he does, he belongs to the group of you know the one that I always uh, tell you about, which is the Malfin Masters of English, and he does a lot of incredible things. And he basically follows all the steps that I mentioned last week on uh, learner strategies that you know the things that they can do, all the things you can do to improve on your English. He really, really tries, and that's what I like about him. All the positive spirit that he distills you know like he um you know he's very contagious i mean he's goodwill and his good disposition to to learn english is just amazing and this is something that everybody should copy and as usual i will bring all the incredible things that he does and of of course i will comment on the things that he you know probably needs to improve on and you know to to take a step further in his development. But before we get started, let's take a listen to our sponsor. How long have you been preparing for your IELTS exam and still don't know how to improve? TakeIELTS.net takes your exam preparation a step further by mixing real-life mock exams with full reports on your performance written by real IELTS examiners. More than 53,000 test takers have benefited from a recognized and trusted mock exam with high reliability and high quality standards. Save 10% in your next order with what you say in English. Go to takeielts.net and use the code WISE, that's W-Y-S-E, during checkout. Good. So without further ado, this is the conversation that Valerio and I had. Hi, Valerio. How are you? I'm pretty good. You? Good. I'm fine. I'm doing great. Um, so tell me, Valerio, um, is there anything, a story you would like to tell me that has, you know, taught you a lesson in life? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, actually, there are many, many things that, uh, that, uh, that give me lessons in life because uh, we, we are, um, I'm 37, so I'm, I'm on this planet uh, <laughs> from, uh, since, uh, since, uh, since many years, okay. But a lesson or anecdote that uh, I remember very well is an anecdote from my coming from my father. 
ما فارز اوفن اوفن تولد مي ناو از جون ما فارز ذا تايم ذا تايم از باسينج ذا تايم از باسس سو هي هي وانتد تو كومينيكيت مي ذات اي هاف تو ذات اتس ذات اي هاف تو use the time in a very effective way. Mm-hmm. So when you procrastinate uh, some activities, uh, some lesson, some learning process, for, uh, for example, mm-hmm. you are only losing your time. And the time passes. In, 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 the, in that way, the time passes. Yeah. So uh, when I, uh, when I uh, understood this lesson, I'm, I, I started to, um, to live my life in a very fully manner, okay? okay. So uh, I'm, I'm using my time in a very effective way. I, I want to um, learn something, uh, something more uh, day by day, minutes by minutes. Uh, I, I started to study uh, at the university and, uh, and, uh, and uh, in, in, this, in this way, Um, I'm living. I'm living in a very, in a very good manner. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling very, very fully, very fully, very full, full of emotions, full of, um, <laughs> of uh, contents, uh, full of information. I, uh, I, I had the possibility to, um, to really, really live my life. Actually. That is wonderful. And do you, do you still keep a relationship with your father? Yeah. Uh, my father is, is is gone. Okay, I'm sorry. To He's gone. That. No, 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 no problem. Uh, dead two two years ago, and uh, so I'm uh, I'm bringing this lesson uh, in my in my heart, in my brain, in my brain, and uh, and uh, this uh, bad episode of two years ago mm-hmm. um, teach teach me this lesson, this important lesson, mm. and uh, uh, so I'm. Um, I'm, I'm following it. Yeah, I'm following it. Yes, day by day. That's wonderful. Um, and do you do you share it with other people, like friends and other family members? Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, this is this is a, a, a this was a, a, re- a revelation. I don't know if I'm, I'm using the the, yeah, yeah. the right right term. It, it was a revelation for me. So. Um, in my life i uh, i try to um, to to communicate this uh, this uh, this um, this approach not only to my uh, my brother or my mom but to 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 any other people that uh, that uh, surround me so because uh, for, for me is uh, the right way the right way to live it's the right way to live The, 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 the life is one so we have to to, to use our time in, in better better at the maximum of our effort yeah I'm, and I'm pretty sure that a lot of people listening to you will will definitely agree with you I mean I agree with you I think that we only live once and that when the time has passed you know the time has passed and it's impossible to get it back. You can always make yeah. some, you know, you know, you can always do something that can, you know, repair, uh, a, a, you know, damage that you you've caused. But, you know, when the time passed, the time passed. 
Yeah, yeah, and not always we have the possibility to repair. Yeah, is the case of that. Is is the case of that, for example. Okay, yeah. so if you you have to say something good to to your girlfriend, to your boyfriend, to your mom, you you don't have to wait. You yeah. don't have to wait. You have to do it. You yes. have to do it. Yes, yes, definitely, yes. definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yes, yes. Wow, that was an incredible conversation. And listening to him, it, you know, gives me the, reminds me of the important things in life. And I think this is the great message that he has to tell people, he has to give to people. You know, live your life, you only live once. And don't worry too much about the problems or the mistakes you make, as long as you do something, you know, to repair them. And I think this is something that we everybody should should exercise in their lives in my case for example i always try to repair whatever i do wrong and and you know try to i mean i of course i try to excuse myself but you know it's 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 always the positive thinking of uh, helping other people and you know helping them grow and helping them improve and and you know giving them the best you can so let's get down to business Generally, I would say that uh, Valerio has incredible communication skills. I think he can manage, he can handle communication overall. He can handle communication on an everyday basis. Uh, he manages vocabulary, uh, everyday vocabulary, quite well. He feels uh, rather comfortable. When ideas turn a little, a little more complex, he struggles a little bit. And it, it's understandable because... Part of mentally ad adjusting and adapting discourse and explaining uh, complex ideas requires practice. And I think he does uh, a few things which are really effective, and I will talk about them a little bit later. But first of all, I would like to go over the things that he could do to improve on his uh, uh, grammar, vocabulary, and not, not really in pronunciation, because I think he's quite intelligible. I, it's, he's quite understandable. He didn't have any problems, for example, with sentence stress or word stress. I think uh, the words uh, he said were really intelligible. They're really understandable. Of course, there's the tiny little thing, which is a normal marker in Italian speakers. Italian speakers tend to drop the H in the beginning of, you know, words beginning with H. But that's a normal thing. Even native speakers, um, if you've heard the Cockney accent from London, East London, they drop all the H's. They they don't say who, for example, they say woo and, you know, think I'm terrible. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I have to excuse myself. I'm terrible at imitating uh, accents. But I know that... Um, Uh, native speakers from London, uh, a lot of them uh, drop the H's. And other varieties of English, they drop the H's. So it's not really much of a problem. I know, for example, that it, saying words like Manhattan, the huh, the aspiration of the H, uh, Italian speakers usually tend to drop it. And they, they say Manhattan, which is rather funny, but it's, you know, that's the way they say it. Of course, could could that impede communication? A certain level, probably, especially if the listener is not accustomed, is not familiarized with, with that dropping of the H's from Italian speakers. 
if you can do it, if you can, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. But if you can't, for example, like you forget to pronounce it, well, it's it's okay as long as communication is not compromised. So, um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything about uh, his accent markers because they're not really an impediment to understand what he says. I think what he says, he says it very clearly, and it's understandable. I understood everything he said. So, in terms of, uh, let's talk about uh, grammar. I think, generally, he did really well. At some moments, he said complete sentences and even complex sentences very effectively. So, take a listen to this fragment. Uh, when I, uh, when I uh, understood this lesson, um, I, I, I started to, um, to live my life in a very fully manner. Wow, I'm going to repeat it. He said, when I understood this lesson, I started to live my life in a very fully manner. What a fantastic sentence. And this is, a, this is what we call a complex sentence. Um, he has subordination in this uh, sentence. And uh, he's using uh, when, for example, which is a time clause. I mean, he uses time clauses to uh, construct a, a perfectly... Uh, a perfect grammatical sentence, which is really good. So, uh, way to go, uh, Valeria. Well done. Um, but at other moments, for example, he had a little bit of difficulty with the present perfect. And I know that I, I don't really fully understand. I'm, I, I can understand a little bit of Italian, but I don't know how it works. I, I don't know the nitty-gritty of how it works in Italian, but he said this. We, we are, um, I'm 37, so I'm, I'm on this planet uh, <laughs> from uh, since, uh, since, uh, since many years, okay. And the problem was in the beginning, he said, I'm on this planet since many years. We don't say, I mean, we say I've been. I've been on this planet for many years. So he uh, had two problems. He should have started with the present perfect, I have been. And when we talk about periods of time, like the, the expression many years, we have to use the preposition for. So I've been on this planet for many years. Remember that we use since when we talk about the, when something starts, like the, the starting point of something. So you can say, I've been here, I've been on this planet since I was born. So I was born is the time when everything started. But if you want to say the period of time, we have to use for. For example, I've been here since 10 o'clock, or I've been here for two hours. So in his case, he, um, there were those, you know, he had those two things, um, the present, the use of the present perfect and the use of sins, uh, confusing it with for. And then a second time in which he lost a little bit of control of grammar was when he said this. 
and uh, this uh, bad episode of two years ago mm-hmm. um, teach, teach me this lesson, this important lesson. And of course, he should have used the past simple. Uh, that episode two years ago taught me. Uh, so the past of teach is taught me. Uh, but that's, that's, you know, a simple thing. So basically he had only two occasions in which he lost control of the grammar. The rest was fine and the rest was really good. You might probably think that, well, there, there were other instances in which he uh, didn't have enough control, but th- they didn't really impede communication. They didn't really stand out as something, you know, to consider when it comes to giving feedback. But overall, I think he did fantastically well. In terms of grammatical uh, grammatical resource, he was fine. But when we talk about lexical resource, I mean, the way he used vocabulary, I think he it was very mixed because he gave me some interesting vocabulary, very good vocabulary, and and very elegant and advanced vocabulary. He used words, I mean, if you go back, you will hear that he said procrastinate, which is a very difficult word, even for native speakers. I mean, to pronounce it really well, I mean, it it takes some time. So he used procrastinate, he used learning process, um, he used, for example, you know, expressions like day by day, which goes more with discourse. Um, He also said something when we talked about his father, he said, my father is gone. And that's a very nice way of saying it. I mean, of course, you can say my father is dead, but it sounds a little blunt. I mean, when when you consider, for example, social interaction, especially because we don't know each other. I mean, we've we've had a few interactions before in the in the Malfin group. But we, I mean, I don't know him. He doesn't know me as, you know, like real friends. And he understood in that moment that maybe saying something like, my father is dead, would sound a little blunt, a little direct. So he said, my father is gone, which is a very elegant version of my father passed away, which is really nice. And I really appreciate it uh, because, you know, it doesn't make the other person feel bad. He also said this was a revelation. So the use of the word revelation when he referred to the teachings of his father is a very fantastic word. I mean, a revelation is something that, you know, reveals, uh, opens your eyes to something. Uh, And using that word was just fantastic. However, there were moments in which he used some collocations that we don't... um, they're still understandable, but they're not really collocations that we use in English. For example, he said, losing your time um, in the beginning, right in the beginning of the conversation. Well, the extract is this. Mm-hmm. You are only losing your time. And we don't say losing your time. You don't lose your time. We waste time. The concept behind it is the same. Like, you don't have something. Um, but in, in English, we say wasting your time that's wasting your time so we waste time you lose something and you never get it i mean the the idea behind is the same you don't get it back but the collocation that we use in this case is waste time
Now, the following sentence is very interesting because it's really, it's understandable. I mean, I know exactly what he meant. Uh, listen to this. In my life, I, uh, I try to, um, to, to communicate this, uh, this, uh, this, um, this approach, not only to my, uh, my brother or my mom, but to, to, to any other people that, uh, that uh, surround me. And he said, I try to communicate this approach. The word approach is very interesting because it's quite elegant and we use it in very formal contexts. And it's fine. It's great. But I think he went, I mean, the mixing of the registry in this case, for example, is what throws me off a little bit. And we, I told him after we had the conversation that there were some moments in which he mixed like really uh, like elegant or formal vocabulary that threw, threw me a little bit off. And when we consider a conversation, like in this case, it was an informal conversation between, you know, him and me. Um, we, we try to keep the vocabulary as, you know, close together as possible in, in the sense of, I don't try, I, I try not to mix like very, very formal vocabulary with quite informal. He used, for example, cause instead of because. So that's very informal and good for him. But then when you use expressions like approach, like communicate this approach, it sounds a little formal and it's nothing, there's nothing bad in it, but it's, it's something that, you know, throws yours, the other person a little bit off and it's fine. It's absolutely fine. But you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, strange, weird. I mean, it's, it's like, for example, imagining some languages in this case, for example, we talked about it in Italian, you have formal ways of addressing people. So in English, we don't, I mean, for example, when we say you, we don't know, for example, whether it is formal or informal. Uh, but I know that in Italian, um, and so for all of you Italian speakers, uh, I know that there's a formal you to say you, and we say lei, for example, which is the formal you. So imagining that we're having a f informal conversation between friends, and then he says, lei, I mean, like addressing to me, and I would feel a little bit off. You I mean, like it throws me off a little bit. Like, yeah, but we're friends. I mean, why do you address me in such a formal manner? So. In this case, using an expression like, I try to communicate this approach to my brothers and sisters, it sounds a little bit, you know, off the context a little bit. It's fine, but, you know, I, I think a better solution, an informal solution would be, I tell my friends or I tell other people about this. Instead of using a approach, you can say, well, I, I tell my brothers and sisters and my friends all about it. So tell all about it would be a, a nice informal way of saying the same thing. And I wanted to uh, save the best for last. In discourse, there is something that many speakers do. Of course, professional speakers, you know, people who have to speak in front of the public, they do this consciously. But I think... I would bet, and I think this is this is how I see it. I don't know, Valerio, you have to tell me if if you did it on purpose or not. We there's something we call the rule of three. And whenever we're speaking in front of an audience, sometimes we create more impactful sentences. When we say something is when we repeat or when we group things 
in groups of three. So listen to this first moment when he said it. When you procrastinate uh, some activities, uh, some lesson, some learning process, for, uh, for example. And now listen to the second time he used it. Full of emotions, full of, um, <laughs> of uh, co contents, uh, full of information. I, uh... So you can see, for example, that he grouped things. I mean, he repeated the structure three times. And this is something that if you listen to uh, like presidents or politicians or public speakers, you know, people giving presentations, they use the rule of three to emphasize things. So, for example, if I say something like, we have spent money on uh, time, effort, and this. So, we group uh, things in, in groups of three. And, and that creates a more, a bigger impact on the listeners. It's like things stick a lot better. So, once again, well done, Valerio. I'm not really sure if you did it on purpose. If you did, good on you. If you didn't. Again, good in you. I think you did an incredible job. So, congratulations. I think, and, and this is as a general uh, conclusion, I think you're doing incredibly well and you're on the right track. I know that you will become a proficient speaker in the future. So, never, never, ever give up. So this is the end of today's episode. Oh, I'm so sorry to say goodbye for, but remember that it's only for this year. Um, I will be back in January 2021 uh, with much more information, with uh, a lot of things to share with you all, and you, you know, with my uh, batteries charged. And I know this year has been difficult for a lot of people. A lot of people have lost their loved ones. I know because, I mean, I've seen it and I've, you know, good friends of mine have lost their loved ones and I, my heart goes out to them. Their suffering is mine as well. And I just hope that this year ends with, you know, on a high note that, you know, good things will happen in the coming year. So again uh, thanks everybody thanks to all my listeners remember to subscribe in any of the platforms where my podcast is available L uh, leave a feedback leave a rating share it with the people you love and share it with uh, anyone who's interested in learning english and until next year bye bye